One Shot Questers is a Dungeons and Dragons themed podcast for mature audiences. Content warnings can be found in the episode's description. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Monsters in the Mist Arc 2, where ordinary people receive extraordinary powers. My name is Duke Davis, and I am bringing back Trevor Anderson for this arc. And fun fact about Trevor Anderson, he has been doing nothing but eat, sleep, and thinking about streaming. For the past six weeks, he's just been doing nothing but streaming and he's been so happy. He's not in a healthy state, obviously, but he's just, he's been so, so happy. Hi, I'm Tori. I'm <laughs> playing Alice Carroll, who is an up and coming dancer in the, 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 the city that we're in that I can never remember the name of. Dunport. I don't even, I honestly don't remember where we ended off. The Crooked Man. We yeah. were in the yeah. diner. The, the Crooked Man was eating at ah, Crooked Daddy. Yes. And uh, yes, Liam was yes, only yes. liking it a little bit. Actually, he was mm. not yes. liking it at all. He was, in fact, <laughs> And there were some weird terrified. things happening between Alice and Trevor. Um, hi, I'm Reed. Find me on uh, Reed Sourcebook. And my character is Liam Beck, uh, who is your, just your favorite um, scumbag with a heart of gold. Just don't tell him his heart is made of gold because he'll try to rip it out of his chest and sell it for cash. Yeah, as you found out, he was recently being eaten by the Crooked Man. Not in, not in a sexy way. Maybe a little bit in a sexy way. Hello, my name is Matthew Gonzalez, and I am playing Evan Drake, a 17-year-old almost man. <laughs> who, uh, you know, after all this stress and stuff, he kind of just wants to eat bread and chill by a lake. You know, bread makes you fat. I love I bread, Duke. I, I, I Go for it. I'm sorry. I keep no, interrupting no, you. No, no, please. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else to say, actually, so... Hello, glad to be back. G'day, guys! My name's Michael. I'm the Dead Aussie Gamer, and I don't have a character. I am the world. I am the master of ceremonies. I am everything and nothing at the same time. A clawing sense of existential dread that travels with my players as they careen themselves chaotically through whatever the story happens to be at any given time. Usually nothing I've written down, because my players don't give a damn about that. And neither do I. Um, oh, so okay. there you go. Woo. I care. I'm writing notes. Like I said, I'm going to be writing notes from now on. I'm a good, good role player. I'm not. You're, you're a good boy. Cool. What was the uh, what was the Crooked Man's um, logo's name? Anyway, guys, thank you all so much for joining us on Arc 2 <laughs> of City in the Mist. Or Monsters in the Mist. <laughs> Uh, Cities yeah. in the mist. Cities in the mist. Monsters Golly. in the city. <laughs> I, I'm most likely going to be making another <laughs> intro for this because, golly, I butchered it. Um, no, I called it an outro earlier. Yeah. Yeah. This is all extra. This is the garnish. This is this is like this is when this is when you're at Olive Garden and you don't tell the waiter stop when they're grating the cheese. What do you what do, what do you mean the waiter grates cheese for you guys? The waiter comes up with the uh, with cheese and like the little crank yeah, grater. Yeah, that's the thing they do here. Your pasta comes pre-cheesed. <laughs> yeah, if you want extra cheese, they bring it to you in a bowl, like like a regular person. You put cheese in a bowl? Yeah, they just bring it out like a big thing of shredded cheese, and you just put Why however you... much you want onto it. You can uh, just shove the rest in your mouth if you want. Matt, don't question cheese in a bowl because we have nacho cheese, which oh, is always shoot, in a bowl, right. which always belongs to me because it's nacho cheese. 
Welcome one and all once again to the city of Dunsport, a place shrouded in mystery, mist, and mythos. In this world of City of Mist, there are a number of ordinary civilians who have been granted phenomenal powers thanks to a lightning storm of pure and unbridled power striking a number of individuals in the city. Since last we left our individuals, six weeks have passed and transpired. It is now relatively known that there are those strange and bizarre oddities that exist in the world with unusual powers. But more unusual than the powers themselves is the fact that those without powers seem to be unable to detect or understand the presence of the mythos and their influence on the world. What might be the bolt of lightning shooting down from a god of thunder may simply be an exploding transformer to the unexpecting passerby. This has created a subculture, a masquerade, if you will, that lies between the city's populace and those with great power. We cut back to the scene in Dunsport, a small apartment complex to the south side of the city. Keys rattle in the doorway. As we come to Liam in his apartment with a phone that seems to be ringing continuously off the hook. As he passes by the threshold, placing the keys for his brand new car, a Bentley of all things, into a bowl, he uh, walks past what looks to be a series of posters that seem to indicate the great and astounding Liam Beck, uh, now live on stage, and several of these posters are labeled sold out, sold out, sold out, um, just throughout that you have plastered on the side of the wall here. Um, you have a, uh, a brand new coffee machine, not like the old dingy shitty one you had um, at the start uh, of this campaign, but you have a shiny new like um, espresso machine that you've just got, um, you know, ready and waiting for you at, the, at any given moment. As you approach the phone, um, it is another client phone's going i uh or liam reaches over to the phone and and before he puts the phone to his ear he clears his throat gets into character and he says this is liam the magnificent how may i help you today sir and or madam you hear the voice of a uh, elderly woman speaking through the phone uh, is this mr beck i am um... My name is Gladys, and I, li I live at the retirement home uh, down on Onswick. Um, I'm being haunted by my late husband, and I, I was hoping that maybe perhaps you might be able to um, help put your poor old sot's soul at ease. Of course, I... Uh, hauntings are my speciality. I will be there as soon as you need me to be, um... When would be convenient for you? Oh, please, as, as soon as possible. I, I can, I, I, I don't have much in the way of money, but I do have um, a lot of well, uh, savings uh, that, that's been kept aside for a rainy day. And, and well, I mean, my, my, I, I simply can't continue to live as I do with, with my husband uh, being, well, just never giving me a moment's peace. Of course, I, I understand. Do you, uh, are you aware of my C? Oh, yes, it's, it says right here. 
Uh, it's for an exorcism. It is, uh, $1,475. Uh, but, uh, I'm afraid I, I, I do have $1,770. And I'm just, I'm just, um, trying to, to make up the last little piece. That's all. Of course, um. My son's helping me. Oh, hold on one second. I, I, I must speak with someone first. I'm going to put a, a receipt by my hand over the receiver. I'm first going to look at my calendar to see how available I am. Your calendar is pretty booked. You've actually got um, a, like almost every Friday for the next foreseeable um, like two, three months maybe um, has an appearance of some kind listed on it. You also have a matinee show on Saturdays. You have uh, a lot of uh, theater dinners on uh, Saturday evenings. Sundays are usually booked out for a podcast that you've just started as well. Um, which Trevor has helped put you in contact with someone oh. uh, who has gotten started on uh, a a podcast surrounding mysteries and mythos is the the name of the podcast or or you know like that's the that's the the thing that that that's kind of coming up where people are talking about these strange going on it's more like a con- conspiracy theory thing but you have a segment on it where you kind of like predict the future like it's like the, it's like the zodiac you know the kind of you know the fortune of the day type thing so you, you do that as well on the sunday today is uh thursday by the way just okay. so that you, okay. you've got an idea and yeah right now looking at it you are fairly busy but there is time to slot uh agnes in um i'm going to find the earliest i'm just gonna pencil in the earliest time available uh you actually have a slot this afternoon i will pretend to talk to a secretary uh, she's she's a very kind woman okay uh, can we? Okay. As you say these things, a looming figure drifts into your view. A tall, patchworked woman with pale skin and blonde hair, with needles for fingers, with golden thread that weaves between them. She believes you're talking to her as she looks uh, down at you, not with eyes, but almost uh, this uh, from beneath what looks to be a veil. Uh, with an eyeball set into a large hood that she wears over her head. I, I am going to look up at her now that she's drifted in, pause hesitantly, and then say, I have to make a living somehow. Don't judge me too harshly. And then I'm going to put the phone back to my mouth and say, I've talked to my secretary, and I believe for your circumstance, we can put a reasonable discount. Would $700 work for you? Oh, oh, I, I don't know what to say. That would be... So wonderful. Thank you. Perfect. As she continues to sort of, like, just express her gratitude, almost instinctively, you know, kind of feeling the sense of pride and, you know, like, like you've done well, uh, you reach over to try and uh, grab a cup of coffee that you had, you know, made for yourself and left onto the side. And you notice that your coffee machine's gone. Um, not gone per se, but there's a small pile of powder? that is now on the table where your coffee machine was. We whisk across the city. <laughs> the, the coffee machine got Thanos, no! <laughs> yeah. We zip across to the sounds of uh, a very, very passionate 
um, recital as a hip hop music video video is being filmed in the center of the city. An area has been cordoned off. There are film cameras. You can see that there are dozens of these incredibly uh, beautiful women uh, with various different body types wearing the same sort of um, like sort of um, like power short. Uh, crop top kind of outfit uh, lined up and are uh, just going through their motions. And uh, in the front and center position, probably the person who is lightest on their feet is none other than Alice. Alice, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here and say, tell us what your dance routine looks like. Dang. <clears throat> well. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Tori, to episode one of arc two. No pressure. <laughs> Oh, I'm definitely a dancer. I'm definitely a dancer in real life. I'm definitely not a strong mover. Um, <laughs> it is... <laughs> Sorry. That was good. Sorry. From what I've been described, Alice, uh, they are doing kind of what I would describe as JFH, which is kind of commercialized jazz that has a little bit of like hip hop flavor to it. Um, it is really high energy. Um, all movements are really sharp and clean and crisp. Um, and that's how I would describe the dancing. Amazing. As this is happening, um, you could see that the suits who had hired you are uh, kind of really, really busy talking to like the celebrity rapper while they're getting all the pickup shots and the like. Uh, as they do, I need you to make our first roll of arc two. I need you to make me an, an investigation check, if you would. Oh, snap. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is a ten. With a ten, you manage to notice that one of the lighting rigs suddenly breaks loose. It begins to swing down and uh, fall towards the celebrity rapper who is in a chair on his phone, clearly not paying attention as the suit is just... Basically, just kowtowing, you know. Oh yes, sir. No, it's uh, it's truly a pleasure to have you here. No, it's uh, it's it's so wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget about it. Don't don't even worry. I'm 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 fine though. Do you need water? Do you need? No, I'm I'm good, man. Like just just I need some space. Okay, you know this this album is gonna be fucking hot. Okay, just just get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, no, no, I'll get the fuck out of your face, man. Uh, you know, like yeah, for reals. Alice will see this light about to, I guess probably kill this rapper who is the reason that we're all here um and she will fly to attempt to catch the light before it hits him in a swift action a swift moment you feel the fairy dust from uh the mythos of peter pan flowing through your body as you are launched into the air let's go with a face the dungeon could i add self-defense uh sure i'd be happy to do that that brings me up to, it's a 10, so. All right, nice. So with the 10, you uh, fly outwards and manage to catch hold of the lighting rig as it falls. Uh, it is heavy, very heavy. Um, you are gonna take a little bit of damage um, and we're just gonna go with, uh, you take one bruise. So that's all it is, okay. bruise one. And as um, as you manage to catch hold of it, um, it bra drags you back to the ground. Um, and you can see that the whole crew immediately stops. There's someone who shouts in alarm. You can see that someone uh, kind of uh, stops to uh, to sort of ask if you're okay. A few people rush over. And then you can see this rapper whose name is now uh, The Stallion. 
Uh, and he walks up and he says, yo, uh, I heard that, uh, you, well, you know, you, I saw what you did there. You kind of put your, yourself out there and you, you kind of, you know, saved my life there, you know. She's like, oh, no, of, of course I, I could see it happening. And we cannot risk losing a talent such as yourself. Um, so I, I just did what um, I thought was necessary to protect you. As he kind of looks down at you, the suit immediately goes over and picks you up. You know this guy's name is Jonathan, because of course he is. And as freaking he, uh, as he, yeah, freaking Jonathan. As he, yeah, Jonathans. Sorry, Those sorry Jonathans. to all, sorry to all the Jonathans who are listening to this podcast. I mean, I'm not. Like, yeah, just kidding. If you're Jonathan, you're fantastic, probably. And if you're not, you know, well, fuck you. Yeah. Anyway, only so, Jonathans uh, can listen to this episode. If your name is not yeah. Jonathan, click off of this now. Can I? Oh, I just want to oh, let. Okay, let's take a moment to just do a survey. If your name is Jonathan, whatever media you happen to be watching or listening to this on, just just type in the word Jonathan. That's it, right? Just so we can see how many Jonathans we've wait, we've got listening. What if your if your name is Jonathan? Also like the video. If your name's not Jonathan, also like the video. Oh, that's a good one. That's <laughs> a good one. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Okay. The suit walks up to Alice as the suit approaches you. Uh, he picks you up uh, and he says, oh, "Yes, of course. You know, as you know, uh, we provide only the best kinds of uh, of of of, of uh, you know support for all of our talented stars, like um, like good old um, um, uh, Anna here, uh, who uh, is um, Alice. Who, who, <laughs> uh, yes, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, who, who uh, is is willing to put life and limb uh, to to look after our our star. You know, uh, and you can tell that that stallion's not really." Paying him any attention, right? Like his his eyes are kind of set in you. He says, "Yeah, you know, I don't usually do this, but you know, there's a uh, there's a party later on tonight, and I'm bringing uh, some of my my friends in from out of town. Uh, you know, I, you know, you, you saved my life. I think the least I can do is, you know, uh, invite you to uh, come join us for a party." Alice is kind of paying Jonathan no mind. Is kind of just like she's kind of uh, used to this kind of like. She's she's not this you know she's front and center but she's not the star so she's kind of used to like the them not really knowing who she is, um and she's just like eyes on the stallion, and it's just ah, oh, look I I don't want you to feel like you you know look I just did I think what anyone would do, um I don't want you to feel hey. like you have to invite me to hey, something. Hey whoa 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 listen look I I grew up in the the south side of town okay like you know I I. We, we, you know, my mother raised me, uh, raised me to be, uh, you know, to show my gratitude whenever it's around. Okay, so listen, no pressure whatsoever. But uh, yeah, you take my card, uh, and he writes something down on the back of it, and he says, "You get to the front door, you show them that, and they'll let you up to see where we are." Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate that a lot. Uh, as um, as the scene starts to reset and they get ready to do um, some more takes and stuff like that, uh, Alice, you look look down and look at the light that you you know placed onto the side, and the crazy thing is, is half of it looks like it's just gone, like destroyed. Um, it's just not there. Um. You do you want to investigate it a little bit, or do you want to just be like eh. yes, yes, pl yes, please? I want to investigate it. All right, make an investigation roll. Damn, I'm rolling nice today. Oh, I've, I'm not by doing it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> can we put that on a t-shirt? 
<laughs> I've been Ooh, rolling, rolling nice, nice today. I jinxed Fuck, it. I jinxed it. <laughs> that's a good one, actually. Fuck. That's actually a good shirt. Uh, seven. As you look down, you don't see too much that catches your eye, except next to the light, there's almost this like copper-like ash or powder that is simply next to this huge chunk of destroyed lighting. You think little of it as they are yelling for you to get back into position. Um before they lose too much light. Meanwhile, whizzing again through the town, we go to our dear friend Evan, who's at a cafe. You've been on your own now for six weeks. You've been in your own apartment, except you have had to find it on your own. Without, obviously, the body of the child, you no longer were um, allowed to use the foster system in order to find you accommodation and the like. You had no idea... Um, where to even begin looking for a place to live, a place to, to go and, and hang up your hat. However, your mentor, whose name is currently escaping me because all of my notes got destroyed, is... Elaine. Elaine, thank you. Uh, Elaine, however, as thanks for taking her to the hospital, has helped um, set you up with uh, an apartment and helped you uh, kind of find your feet. And now she is meeting you for coffee to talk about how to get you a proper job and not um, simply working off government assistance. So you're at a small cafe waiting for Elaine. I am sitting by the tall windows that cover one side of the wall, kind of look out to the street, just looking around, watching the people, looking at the uh, sugar packets, fixing them a little bit. Hey, you, the sad sack. Are you waiting for your date? And she ditched you. You hear this yell coming from inside the kitchen of this diner. Um, you can see uh, Sal, this uh, very large Italian Greek man who's like wearing, uh, uh, you know, his apron, his like kind of chef hat tied up, tied up and stuff like that. You've met Sal a few times. Uh, in fact, you this was the uh, the diner that you guys came to uh, when you were dealing with the crooked man and the uh, the basilisk um, all that time ago. Uh, as he says this, he seems to be like just. Just teasing you about it, you know, like, as he yells across, his wife then immediately throws a dirty dish towel into his face and starts yelling at him in Greek. Don't mind him. He's, uh, stupid. I'm sure she'll be here soon. And, uh, you know, uh, Evan, for what it's worth, your, your friend, she's very pretty. My friend, I mean, yeah, like, we're just friends. Like, nothing is happening. This, this isn't a day, we're just talking together alone well we're just we're in a public place with people around getting coffee but she uh, yeah. she smiles and like just gently touches <laughs> your shoulder uh she leans over and pours you uh, another coffee and she um she says she just she doesn't say anything her eyes sort of seem to speak more meanwhile you hear this <laughs> coming from the kitchen as sal has like leant up against the fire and is air fucking it in, you know, just to kind of, again, tease you a little bit more. <laughs> yes, we talk about it in the public, huh? And she she then immediately goes over to the kitchen and fucking just yells at him and starts berating him. You actually hear her start throwing some utensils at him um, from behind the uh, where the kitchen is. Evan stands up because he feels bad because he, he feels like he caused this situation. She goes over there and starts apologizing. He's like, hey, guys, I like, don't have to fight. Like, I'm sorry. Like, really, like, I get it. I, I could take a joke. It's funny. It's I think it's funny. You're funny. You're a funny guy. See, she's I... funny and funny, yeah? Yeah. Uh, she kind of looks really, really angry, and she says, 
you're you're a sweet boy and uh you know and as she says this you hear the the door open and uh and ring out as you watch elaine walking in she uh currently has her arm in a sling um you know it wasn't a cast not too long ago but you know it's 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 healing now they've just told her to take it easy for the most part um she's wearing a uh black leather jacket and um form-fitting kind of the like the skinny jeans, you've actually not seen her dress like this before. Like not often anyway. Like, you know, as she sees you, she um, she waves and makes her way over. Evan sees her come in, raises his hand. He's like, hey, Elaine, I'm over here. Hi. Um, sorry I'm late. I uh, I just got caught up with the kids a little bit. Um, how, how are you? How are things? And she goes and sits down at the booth that you were in. Yeah, things are, things are going good. Uh, I mean, got that apartment. Thank you by the way, for helping me out with that. I really appreciate it. And um, Oh, no, no, it was nonsense. It was the least I could do. I mean, um, you know, you, you said you, um, you you traveled for work? Uh, yeah, I have in the past. So I think I'm looking for something a little new, you know, like a, like a job, like one of those full-time things. Right, yeah. No, I, um, she reaches into her back pocket and pulls out a, um, uh, a newspaper. She uh, slides it over, and there are several uh, jobs that have been kind of circled around. Uh, just odds and ends, you know, things like um, job at a car wash, a uh, job, uh, you know, like delivering newspapers, a another job uh, as a um, as a receptionist. And there's there's a few of these on this list. She says, "Look, th- things are a little bit, you know, hard at the moment, but you know, in addition to these, I I heard of uh, a." Uh, uh, well, there's a new government job that's currently going available, uh, becoming available to people. Uh, the city apparently is dealing with a lot of like accidents, and um, well, they're looking for people to run cleanup crews. And uh, you know, if you're not afraid of a bit of manual labor, the pay is phenomenal. It's um, $120 an hour for for the job but that's also hazard pay because it involves you like going into the city. Um, sewers. Yes, I'll I'll take it. Yeah. She sort of smiles and she says, okay. She uh, reaches into her pocket and pulls out a, another form and uh, puts it on the table. She says, uh, now, uh, to fill out this form, we have to, um, where did I? And she drops, uh, she, she sort of like looks around like to see if she's dropped her pen. And she like uh, bends over to kind of check the ground. And you can see like the small arch in her back. But as you kind of find yourself distracted for a moment, you watch as this head pops up from the side of the table, looks you in the eye. <laughs> Looks at her, looks you in the eye, eats the form. Nom, 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 nom. We might want to clarify that it is it is a duck head for those who are just oh, yes, listening. It is, sorry, my apologies. It is a duck's head, yes. It is a, that, that's a good point. Just some old man. Damn it, Jacob! <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah, it's 100% just Jakin's head just comes up, eats yeah, the form. Yeah, just Jakin's like, Yeah. Okay, no, it is a it is a tiny duck head. And I realize I was oh, gesturing, gosh. and I realize this is a podcast, and gesturing doesn't do anything. So yes, it is a it is a small, gray, feathered duck head that pops up. And uh, as it leans over, it bites down on the form and just chews on it, swallows it, shakes it around. I, Evan stares back into the duck's soul. Eh. She, uh, Elaine sits up and she's like, I got it. And she holds up the pen and uh, looks around. Oh, did I forget to? Oh, um, I, I think I've got another one in my car. One, one, one sec. She, she puts the pen down on the table, just quickly runs, rushes out to, to her car. The duck kind of watches her leave 
and looks at you and then looks at her. <laughs> I also look at him and then her. And I ask him, like, uh, like why did you eat the paper? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I thought you'd say that. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> it was exciting. I mean, I could have a new job. I could get you a fun playhouse. Would that be fun for you, right? Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. It seems to... It seems to get excited as it fluffs up a little bit. Like, yeah, but there's a lot of, I mean, we can go to Toys R Us, we go to Walmart. Heck, um, we could even, we could try all the types of bread. I know you like Grandma Sycamore's bread best, but maybe we could try something a little healthier, like some wheat, maybe? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. Yes. Uh, <laughs> as um as uh, Elaine comes back in uh, with some with some extra you know forms and stuff like that, uh, she sits down. And she says, "Oh, okay. I'm, s- I'm sorry about that. I uh, you know that must have uh, just slipped my mind." Uh, here, and she hands you the form. Uh, but then she goes to try and reach for the pen again, but it's not there. I look at the duck. The the duck actually shrugs. She immediately like gestures over to uh, the waitress and uh, tries to get her attention. And as she does so, and her attention is off to the side, you notice that there is no pen where she left it. Instead, there is a small pile of like copper-colored ash. Is it okay if I touch the ash and just kind of like put my fingers in it? A yeah, little bit? you you touch okay. it. You kind of hold in your fingers. It kind of stains your 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 finger a little bit. Um, it feels very feels very powdery, very, like, you know, gritty between your fingers. I uh, put it up to the duck's nostrils to kind of, like, smell. The duck looks down at it and then bites your hand. Do you like that? (laughs) Sorry. Uh, No, I'm sorry, guy. I'm sorry. I kind of, like, Evan just kind of, like, takes his hand and, like, wipes it on his jeans. Uh, It it stains your jeans. You now have, like, this big orange mark down the side of your leg. Um, Elaine, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to go to the bathroom real quick. Oh, uh, yeah, no, no, no problem. Uh, you watch as she pulls out her phone and starts to check it as soon as you leave. And uh, as you head into the bathroom, you make your way to one of the stalls. And as you do, you notice that there is running water, trickling water, rushing water. As you open one of the stalls to reveal uh, the toilet having been removed from its housing and just gushing water unrelentingly. Out of the uh, the pipes and the walls, we pan away from the uh, the cafe. Okay, time out. Hold on, time out, time out. I got I got questions for you, Dag. First off, how going? How, how old is Elaine? And yeah, how Elaine, I also like, have the same question. Relationship. Okay, okay. So first of all, first I thought of I was going to see like a thong for a second. I was like, no, what's no, happening? No, 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 no. I was hoping. No, no. I, was, so no, what I was like, so what's going on? So so let let's go through this. First of all, Elaine is uh, twenty five years old. Oh whoa! That was not what I imagined. Whoa, the first arc. Foster mom? Yeah, no, she uh, she was no she aged, she aged, okay. So her backstory is she aged out of the foster care system. I th- I believed I said she was quite young. Maybe I didn't say how young. Was I was young. thinking like she was in her thirties to forties, bro. That's what I thought too. I was yeah, thinking, no, she no, was no, like no, a mid, fifty mid, year old. No. I thought no, 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 no. like like no mid no, 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 no. mid. No, so basically her backstory, and here's a bit of her backstory, because I mean, at the very least, Evan would know this backstory, was she was in the foster care system herself, and she aged out. But what she did, instead of what she's encouraging other people to do, is she didn't leave. She started working for the foster care system and took over um, the the care of the orphanage after the previous um, caretaker, for unknown reasons, uh, was forced to leave her, their position. 
So she's actually been taking care of everything um, because that's kind of what she did to try and stay where she was. It's why Evan's story is so important to her because it's her story as well. And um, that's why she supports him. Yeah. But in terms of romantic relationship, I'm not leaning on a romantic relationship. I'm leaning on prepubescent teenage energy more than anything else. Okay. If you okay. vibe with me I'll, on that. I'll, I'll, so I'm thinking... I just uh, I I get that, but I feel like yeah, there needs to be confirmation. Don't forget, even though Evan currently is in the body of a thirty-something-year-old man, which you know is a thing, uh, Evan himself is still a seventeen-year-old boy, and seventeen-year-old boys have hormones, they have feelings, they have these things, and and chances are he never felt that way about Elaine until he had the body of a thirty-year-old, and now you know his hormones from his brain not cooperating with the hormones in his body. There's a lot to go with that, and but it's nothing. Um, what do you? What do you? She is not actively flirting with him, or you know, like she's not like hitting on him. She is interacting with him <laughs> as an adult, if that makes sense. Okay. Like, you know, okay. That's the I, vibe. I it's, thought yeah. I thought Evan was you know getting turned on by a, his mom figure, and I was like, whoa, whoa. Oh, if 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 I look, I don't yuck people's yum. If if that's the way that Matt wants to go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but I'm, but I'm very much, I'm just very much clarifying. No, no, no. This is very much a, um, uh, like, like the way that the way that Elaine would treat the kids is very different to the way she treats fellow adults, and that's what's what I'm trying to right. communicate here. And the in the way she that dresses, the way she's talking, the way she's moving, um, yeah, there isn't any like flirting her. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, everyone in the comment, or everyone listening right now, let us know in the comments when Dag started to describe that scene, how many of you leaned <laughs> forward in your chair wondering what the hell was going to happen next? I was... we all thought shit, this was a 40 to 50 year old woman. Yeah, no, this is Aunt May yeah. energy, you know, like for some reason or another, every iteration of this episode, I'll make her slightly younger and I'll make <laughs> Evan slightly older. Yes. Okay. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Sounds good. I Until like it's it. reverse, it's like a whole Benjamin Button situation, and then it's like, do they have to like go back in the mom? Like, how does that work? You know. Oh. Like. So anyway, moving across the this stream to probably one of the most patient players that I've got on my table <laughs> as I'm doing this, uh, we come to, of course, a very familiar uh, apartment where uh, a door that has been somewhat repaired very hastily with duct tape is now back on its hinges. Um, a entire room that is now filled with, uh, again, uh, the cleaning supplies and storage stuff is uh, is pretty much dominating the space of this this apartment. But in the corner of this room, by a brand spanking new computer, um, is of course none other than Trevor, who is enjoying uh, a, a very productive live stream of a brand new released game based on uh, some of the, the stuff that Trevor enjoys. I need you to roll me a percentage, please, Trevor. A percentage? Yeah, percentage. Percentage like, dice. Percent oh, okay. 57. 57? 57. You have 57 live viewers Oy! watching you play this game currently. Dude! And cool. uh, as you are, and as you are um, live streaming this game, um, these people are really active in chat. They're they're donating tips, they're subscribing, they're they're enjoying their time here. You know, it's not it's not, you know, like massive, you know, freaking YouTube famous numbers, but you know, it's it's so positive to see all these people and and yeah, what are you uh what are you what are you doing on your live stream? Okay. So, with the live stream right now, we're playing a shooter game. 
uh, first-person shooter game, and Trevor is really in the focus. He's like one of the last two people, The and he finally spots the last person. He wipes the sweat off of his brow and very aggressively pushes down with his index finger on his mouse, gets the last kill, and he goes, guys, we finally won! Let's go! And he's gonna press a button on his desk that is going to emit lights in this room and like fire shooting out. As you do so, you hear from underneath you this, this. Sorry. Click the button again and everything just stops. All right, guys. Uh, Anyway. I'm gonna have to call this a stream. This was a very productive 16-hour stream. Really appreciate you guys sticking around and watching till the end. Uh, yeah, catch me um, in about probably like four hours. I, you know, I need I need to take a nap and then maybe have some rice and then I'll be right back. I promise. Uh, thank you guys so very much and we'll talk to you later. And he's gonna hit end stream and he's gonna lean back and he's gonna take off his headphones. As you take off the headphones. Your headphone, uh, the center part between your headphones separates and retracts into the two uh, bulbs as Whoa. it is a convertible wireless one. And you place it inside of like a housing that closes up and starts to recharge them. Uh, the sweat and uh, there's actually a small air conditioning like kind of unit in this actual <laughs> ears themselves <laughs> to keep your ears nice and cool <laughs> as you place them there. Uh, and there's also a part in your table that descends this uh, set of headphones into a recess for use later. Uh, and when you hit end stream, the computer monitors, like the extra ones for like your uh, your statistics and your OBS and stuff, they also rescind into the table as well, leaving you with one for your general use uh, in front of you. Where did you get rich, Trevor? Dude, I think it was it probably because I'm working with you. That could be. That it could be. Could it. be. Your, your recent claim to this new technology actually was an insurance snafu. Because if you recall, you fell out of a window. Oh, I did. Did I commit insurance fraud? No, 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 not at all. Because remember, when, uh, when all that stuff happened, like for CCTV footage, uh -huh. it looked as though a faulty railing was the reason why you left out the window with PB instead of, obviously, oh. what happened, which was taking off with him. So with that in mind, the landlord was forced to improve certain things. And among the deal was instead of obviously giving you X amount of hundreds of thousands of dollars, was to instead afford you a streaming rig, the one that you had set your eyes on. Oh. Uh, which was not difficult for him to pay, although he is quite upset about the whole nonsense. He is kind of more like trying to pretend like, you know, yes, we're good now. I give you a computer. It fell off back of bus. It's very good. Top tip. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's, uh, but yeah, it, it's kind of like, a, you know, you don't tell insurance. You, we don't tell, you know, we don't tell people where you get your cool shit. Trevor's going to turn around in his chair. He's going to stand up and he's going to call out PB. Uh, you hear a, uh, a flushing of a toilet and then you see uh, a, what looks to be a, a genie's body with the head of a D20, uh, pure blue with sort of swirling patterns on his flesh, uh, stepping out as he uh, seems to look in your direction and says, But where does it go? <laughs> like, once it evacuates your body, what becomes of it? I mean, we're on the, like, 12th floor of this building. <laughs> does that mean your poop travels past dozens of people? Okay, first of all, PB, 
Mythos's poop? No, we don't poop. I've just been flushing that for a while. Oh my I've gosh. Been thinking please, about where... please don't. Okay, there's something in this world called a water bill. How many times have you flushed? I can only really count to 20. Oh no. <laughs> okay, and I'm guessing it's, oh, it's beyond 20. Yes, someone may call it D20 beyond. Okay, if you had to roll advantage, on the dice, uh, on the, the flushing, how many times do you think that advantage would be? So now you have two d20s. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, mm. like, I'm not really a maths guy. Okay, yeah, you know what, fair. All right, uh, okay, um, don't flush the toilet anymore, because that, Mr. Yelvik is going to be even more angry, but, um, I think I'm ready. I'm think I'm, I think I'm ready to do this. You ready? Yes, yes. And finally? Yes. Oh, yes. I, I'm so in for this. All right. Cool. Wait, uh, let me, I, I mean, I just, hold on. Okay. He, uh, he gets a rag and he puts it over his shoulder and, uh, he sort of like floats over to your living room. He pushes the, um, like with both of these huge muscular hands, pushes the, um, uh, cleaning supplies to the edges of the room as, uh, as he says, okay. Okay, PB, give me the powers of the bard. All right. Well, this one's quite easy. There's a certain dance you need to do in order to channel the power of the bard, okay? It it requires more passion, more energy, and and a lot of footwork. Just I just dance? Yes, yes, yeah. Trevor's going to close his eyes and he's going to feel in his bosom this dancing power and he's just going to start, you know, just Swing into the left and to the right, really like really showboating those arms. He's gonna really try to get that footwork going quietly because he just made his downstairs neighbor ang angry, and he's gonna go, okay, power of the bard. Okay, give it to me, PB. I got this. Uh, as you as you do so, immediately you feel a surge, swelling of power in your lower region uh, that starts to spread through your body like a wave of uh, energy. Uh, you feel like a lot of your power generally comes from that pelvic area as all of a sudden, BAM! Your clothes explode off your body and you are now dressed in like these really fancy medieval garbs. Uh, your hair immediately begins to style almost without like any care or effort and you have like a tiny cowlick over your, over your forehead. Oh, frick yeah. Oh... Yeah, this this is what confidence feels like. All right, I like this. Trevor's gonna reach in his pocket. We're gonna whip out his phone and is gonna start uh, texting or concocting a text message. And he's gonna just be really into the texting. His eyebrows are moving up and down. His eyes moving left and right, kind of uh, getting a little smug look. And then he's gonna stop. And then the bard's eyes turn into Trevor's eyes, and Trevor's eyes start to read the message. And he snaps out of it, and he's going to um, uh, dispel the bard from him. And he's going to go, oh, God, I, I can't send this. I'm, I'm sure it's fine. Let me let me have a look. Look. I just took levels of ranger, and my favorite terrain is your underdark. No, you can't send this. No, I can't. No. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. Uh, uh, oh, but that's look, good, though. Yeah, that oh, is that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm writing that. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give credit where credit is due. I heard that one from Reyna, so... Okay, shout out to the cantrip cast. Um, or no, careful was, cantrip. No, careful cantrip. cantrip. They're so silly. Everyone messes it up, all right? You know, I I just, I just need to be myself. I, I can't rely on these powers to help me with everything. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, of course, I mean, if you, if you truly speak from the heart, you can, you can do and accomplish great things. And, and listen, being yourself is about understanding yourself. That requires wisdom. And do you know who has wisdom? The monk. 
We should try the monk. We should Zen try the monk. Yeah, yes. the monk. The monk. Let's Give me the, try the, monk. the monk. Let's do it. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, for the monk, you have to find that Zen place again. Just right, right. The monk channels inside of you, and you feel like this this sense of like like inner peace mixed with this unbridled need to punch everything. Yeah. All right. This is clear. This is what Trevor would say. Trevor's gonna take out his phone and very aggressively, like with his thumbs, start concocting the text message on his iPhone. Just. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, make a face the danger roll. Oh, you son of a gun! Bro's gonna crack his phone. Uh, eight. Oh, nice. Okay, so you watch as it's like <laughs> done. And I'm gonna send, send. All right. Uh, all right. Let's see. You know what's in there in the day? Maybe maybe asking her to dinner tonight will give her enough time. We'll we'll see what she says. Yes, yes, of course. I mean, yeah. um, you know, uh, I'm sure it'll be perfectly fine. You know, yeah, I don't uh, believe yeah. you've got anything else on the calendar. No, no, no. She, she's told me multiple times that her evenings are free. It's just been, you know, me trying to just, you know, conjure up this confidence. And so th this has been good. This is a high five. High five, PB. We did it. High five. And as you clap hands, you uh, you realize something very quickly. Tonight was the night that you were supposed to be having a birthday dinner with Evan. Look out, Adbarian is here, and I know your parents said not to spoil you, but I'm gonna spoil you anyways. With this episode's sponsor, One-Shot Questers Patreon. Our content is made possible by the incredible patrons who support us there. By becoming a patron, you'll gain access to awesome perks such as early content releases and ad and sponsorship-free viewing. Plus, you are my favorite. Don't tell the others. Also, plus, if you're hearing this ad, that means most, if not all of our episodes are available to listen on our Patreon page. So what? Why wait? No, seriously, why are you waiting? Take the plunge and pledge to our $5 tier or higher, granting you immediate access to all of our fantastic episodes. Simply visit patreon.com slash oneshotquesters and you can also find a link in our description for easy access. Pledging is one of the best ways to show your support, so if you feel like we deserve it, go ahead and pledge today. And without further ado, let's get back to the show. What's wrong? Oh, I I, sh I should have used the wizard a little bit more. I, I forgot to use my intelligence. Um, Evan Evan's having his birthday tonight. Oh yes, that's right. Young lad's becoming oh. eighteen. The cusp of manhood. Ah, such a beautiful time. Oh, oh um, well. Uh, you know what? Uh, hold oh on, wait, hold on, hold on. you've just. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. No, I gotta, uh, no, no, no. Hold on, wait. You can't. Me, you can't me, take it back. No, I, I'm not taking it back. I'm reworking it. Um, mm -hmm. if you would like, meet me at the diner. Um. Where, where, where's the diner? Well, the diner is um is is in a place, and it's a very good place too. Yeah, the diner. Um, that's a very good place where we've met before multiple times. Meet meet there if you're available. Okay, bye. Click. Why did I send by in a text message? Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, a second ding occurs in Alice's backpack. The double text. <sighs> right, right, right. The um, double text. <laughs> well, look, I'm I'm very proud of you. I think you I think that went quite well. I mean. I mean, as far as, uh, you know, like, asking people out to go, and it could, it could definitely be a lot worse, that's for certain. Yeah, it, it could have been. Like, <laughs> it could have been. The worst she could say is no, right? You watch as PB kind of leans, and sort of almost looks past you, and then looks back at you and says, yes, yes, and you know what? You should, you should start 
um, with your your dates now and uh, you know prepare. Um, yeah. You know, uh, you laundry. Yes, laundry. Yeah. He yes. sort of flies off and grabs a big pile of laundry, chucks it in your hand. It looks like it's just a big pile of your clothes. Uh, some of them still have coat hangers on it, and he's just like, "Yes, there you go. Yes, good lad. There. Now, now, what you should do is you should go immediately to the laundromat and uh, definitely get all of the stuff cleaned up. And then, you know what you should do? You should go and get your haircut. I mean, I know your hair is pretty short right now, but definitely uh, a haircut might be uh, in order for for certain. I mean, you know what people think. You're a scruffball, but I mean, but PB, PB, remember, I have perfect slick back hair. Uh, you know, it's only when you're the bard, and uh, you know, I mean, for what it just and then, um, uh, yeah, new shoes, yes, you don't want to arrive, you know, new shoes, and uh, uh, you know, and, and, and hey, uh, hey, it's, hey, it's, that's great. I think I should just go as myself, plus, we need to go get the cake for Evan. Uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll get the cake, don't worry about it, as you like, oh, because you have the cake, it's in your fridge. Oh as yeah, you we already got the cake. I forgot. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. As, you, right. as you as you turn to go look at the cake, PB sort of grabs your face and puts it towards it. Now listen, what? I believe in you. I think that your feelings inside you are that of not only a hero, but the truest of companions. And she will see that. And you watch as he's looking over your shoulder again, and then looks back at you. One who is calm, collected. And most of all, not prone to outbursts of irrational panic. It's very attractive in a man. <laughs> you know, I would say you have really beautiful eyes if you had any, but... Yes, yes, no, I yeah. don't have eyes. No. It's just, just a floating also, dodecahedron. Um, I'm, I'm going to try mm -hmm. to turn my head because I could... Obviously sense that he's trying to lure, <laughs> like, lead over. He says, um, oh. ah, did you know that there is a new class that I have not yet told you about? Oh, what? That you really? can channel? Uh, yes. I mean, you might know. It, it is the Artificer. Artificer. Yes, that's, that, that's, I mean, it's not technically in, in my abilities, but I'm sure I can wing, I can figure something out. Okay, cool. All right, yeah, um, so I'm just, cool. Just, uh, wait, just a minute. <laughs> what? Um, I, I want shoes. I, I don't have legs, and I am jealous of the fact that people have them. I need some <laughs> shoes right now, or I will feel insecure and... You don't want that. You know what? Yeah, you you you've been a great help. I I still have some money left over. Um, I, me helping with uh, uh, with Liam a little bit. So I'll I'll, I'll go get you some shoes. Is, is everything you just tell me to you, you want me to go get everything for you? As as you gesture, and you turn over your shoulder, you do not see your computer. Oh no 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 <laughs> and PB PB immediately says, "Um, yes, I I need those shoes. I uh, right, yeah, everything. You know, I no, no, this fight, this fight, this fight. It just this. remember, it has an automatic thing that takes all of it under. No, this is cool. This is fine. I'm gonna click the button that brings up the monitors. There is a tower of sandy copper-like ash <laughs> that raises and pours out." Covering the table, pouring onto the floor, <laughs> and the little headphones that come out, the case is intact. <laughs> you open the case, and inside is dust. <laughs> We're gonna cut to outside of the apartment building. You're gonna hear Trevor. <laughs> a pained howl echoes that night. Some people say it was from a mythos, others <laughs> knew better. As this happens, almost immediately, Alice. 
you pick up your phone and uh, as you do so, you can see you've got two messages from none other than Trevor. And can you please read me what these messages, the first message said? So the first message says from Trevor, hey, period, <laughs> would you like to go, comma, on a dinner date with me? Question mark. Then the next message <laughs> is uh, at the diner that we usually meet tonight. AKA because it's Evan's birthday. <laughs> Dude, you saved it. You saved it. What time am I? Have I like wrapped for the day shooting or are we kind of like in the middle of shooting this music video? You are wrapping for the day. Alice is looking at this text um, and it has been like really professional all day. Like really nice, but really like professional. And you see... Alice's face, she's kind of, like, fighting a smile. She's, like, not wanting to... She's, like, oh, She's, like, ew, feelings. Gross. Um, and she reads this message and she goes to type out a response. Like, she's literally fingers hovering above the keypad and she... It is also at this point you also remember that Stallion invited you to that party tonight as well. <laughs> fingers are, like, hovering over the keyboard and she's going to pull out the card from her pocket um with the details for where to go tonight she's like she has this moment she's looking back and forth she's looking at the phone screen she's looking at the card she's looking at the phone screen she's looking at the card and she's gonna okay no no this is fine this is fine she's gonna put the card back in her pocket and she's gonna type out a response to trevor and she's just gonna say hey i would absolutely love to exclamation mark However, as you're typing this out, you get another message, but this one's from Liam. Liam, you arrive at the old retirement home where you have agreed to help uh, Agnes with her, um, her problem with her spousal specter. As you arrive, the, uh, the nursing staff um, are kind of a bit weary of you. They're, they're sort of more like, um, uh, so you're who um, Agnes has called, listen, um, She's an old lady. She's not quite all there. She keeps claiming that she's hearing things and, and the like. I don't know what it is you offer, Mr. Beck, but if you are offering a bomb for what is happening with her, I just want you to know that it is appreciated, but um, I ask that you not solicit any of the other guests that are staying here at the home. Of course, yes. Um... I will not actively solicit my services to those who happen to watch my greatness. He sighs and uh, begins to take you down towards the room of Agnes. You begin to walk past the corridors involving a, a number of different activity rooms. You can see that there's like a TV room with a bunch of elderly people in wheelchairs who are watching TV. Some are playing pool, some are playing um, chess and other things. You make your way to a cafeteria where you can see that some of them are being, are being fed by workers and others are eating on their own. Um, and you walk past another room. And as you walk past it, the manifestation of the Norn stands behind you. She stops at that door. I am going to stop. I'm going to put my hand over my temple. And I'm going to say, hold on one moment. I believe I'm receiving communication. I'm, I'm going to look at my mythos and I'm going to, under my breath, kind of mutter, what is it? She doesn't say anything. Her lips still stitched together. But you watch as she 
raises her hand. There's threads begin to weave and wind until she picks one with her two fingers. And as she stretches them outwards, you watch as this golden pair of light scissors appear. And you hear this. She waits a moment. And you watch as the golden light on that thread turns black. She then turns back to you and continues following. You probably should have warned me that you were going to um, uh, go Grim Reaper on me. That's wonderful. Um, <clears throat> you continue to walk. Every now and then, she seems to want to stop. Bro, you brought death I... to a retirement home. What I'm is wrong to... with you? Okay, first of all, I didn't, I didn't bring her, okay? She followed me. That's different. I didn't actively invite her. <laughs> she just happened to be my shadow. Yeah, she probably I... hid in your thigh-high boots. <laughs> You're just jealous that you don't have thigh high boots. <laughs> um, PB's I'm, like, I I'm, wish I had legs. <laughs> oh, look at me and my boots. Ooh, must be freaking nice. It really is. It really is. Um, I'm I'm going to under my breath say to uh, say to my mythos. I, look, do you have to do that right now? Okay, I don't, I I don't want to be associated with when I walk past people, a bunch of them dying. Okay, can we please, can we please hold off on the Grim Reaper part of your of your job, and can you just be my shadow, and at least at least until I leave? Is that is that possible? She turns to face you, her bones and her skin of leather creaking as it does so. You, you watch as she releases the tension on the on the golden threads that she has and the scissors seem to fade and disappear i appreciate it you're welcome I, are you coming <clears throat> of course says the nurse yes <laughs> yep. yes yes, so, yes. Yeah, the nurse, uh so the nurse takes you and eventually you arrive at agnes's room where you can see um well what you see is a woman distressed by what is very clearly a ghost of an elderly man standing behind her. Now, I don't know how many times I have to tell you this, Agnes. You're not mad. And I'm not here to haunt you, woman. And she's like, oh, evil specter, be gone, you bastard. I freaking thought I was done with you. Dang. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Question. So is he, he's clearly a specter? Uh, he's clearly there, and he's invisible-ish, and he's blue. Also, clarifying question, this is the first time that um, Liam has seen something like this, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Liam is going to walk into this room, and he's going to be slack-jawed for at least a good five seconds until he kind of is able to snap himself out of it. Oh, Mr. Beck, thank you so much for coming. I, 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 I can't thank you enough for how, how quickly you arrive. And she starts to take you by the hand and shake. He's like, I've already told you, woman, you shouldn't be wasting your time on charlatans like this. Look at him. Looks like a goldfish got slapped in the face. Th that's very, that's, 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 that's very rude of you to say, um, sir. Who oh, is it now, young lad? Telling me what's rude and what's not rude? I, I, wait, you can hear me? You can hear him. You can see him. Oh, oh, 
Bless your soul, dearie, please. Come in, come in. And you watch as the nurse rolls their eye, closes the door, and just leaves. It's just like... Uh, clearly, I'm not a, a charlatan, since I... Yes, I, I can, in fact... See you. How long? How long? How long has it? How how long has this been this this way, <clears throat> oh, man? Oh, my Henry here. He arrived uh, over six months ago now. Seven months. Yeah, seven months. Seven months ago he arrived. Yes, we are not a charlatan. Prove it. How many fingers am I holding up? <laughs> you are holding one very explicit finger. All right. Well, maybe you're not full of shit. Um. But what are you going to do, huh? You and your fancy thigh-high boots. Thank you for calling them fancy. Uh, no, uh, I don't think Liam would have said that. Um, Liam is just still in shock that he's speaking to a ghost. Where's his mythos? You don't see one. I don't see my mythos? Oh, your mythos. Sorry, I thought you meant his mythos. Your mythos. Um, it's in the doorway. I'm going to look over to her and say, and then I'm going to... Put my hand to my head and, and say, Oh, other spirits from beyond. And I'm going to look over. Your girlfriend's over. very pretty. She, she, she's not my girlfriend. She's not my. The mythos you looks can, at you. Do you know what's happening here, spirits from beyond? You are not my girlfriend. The mythos looks to you and uh, begins to draw something in the sand. Or in the, well, not sand, in the, in just, you know, like how she's writing things with her nails. She writes, and as she does so, she just writes the word Spectre, followed by a picture of a phone, followed by four, or three, should I say, individuals, a duck, a fairy, and a D20. I see... Um, madam, I probably need to consult a few others. If you would excuse me for a second, this is a larger problem than I initially considered. Oh, well, well of course. Thank you. I, 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 please, uh, just anything you could do to help and ease my Henry and get him to piss off. Of course, he does seem to be rather, and Liam is going to give him a bit of a side eye, an obtrusive Spectre. Um, obtrusive? I, 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 I'll show you obtrusive, you young upstart. You just wait and see. I just did a roll. And he watches the, uh, he starts to levitate a book. And he's like, it floats into the air. Keeps rising. And it hits you in the chest, but it's like. Liam's going to look down at it. And then look back up with his eyes like half closed. Like just like a. Seriously. Yes, I shall give. Um, I shall give my colleagues uh, a, a call. I hold on one moment. I'm going to step out the door and I'm going to call Alice. And this is when Alice, you receive that message from Liam. All three of you are summoned by Liam, who has claimed that he has likely found another mythos, one that is directly related to the Monster Manual, that he is at the Golden Oak Retirement Home, and uh, to meet him there. Uh, Alice, what is your response as you get that phone call? I'll just um, leave Trevor on red. 
Um, and <laughs> oh, 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 and just, um, that's worse than a no. Oh, <laughs> that hurts. That no, hurts. no, no, no. That's it was even worse because there, like, as you as you were watching it, there was dot 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 the bubbles. dot 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 oh. dot 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 red. Oh, oh. Um, and doesn't she's she's distracted. She got easily. She's got distracted by Liam and just um. We'll message, be there in 20. Um, Evan, Elaine and you are filling out forms at the cafe when you get the message. Evan takes his phone and he like opens it up and he, he like puts his finger on the message so it like like pops up. He looks at it and he kind of like turns it so the duck can see and the duck like, <clears throat> he puts it in his pocket and he's like, oh my gosh, Elaine, you know, it's been awesome. Thanks so much for finding this job for me. Like I really appreciate it however something just came up and i have to go like right now i'm so sorry um oh uh yeah no 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 that's 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 fine but but you know dude you, you do need to finish this and 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 try to get it um you know what i'll tell you what if you can bring it here by the end of the day i'll pick it up and then i'll i'll, I'll send it forward for you okay but just make sure it's done by the end of day okay i don't want you to miss out got it i got it you got it. We got it. As he's like saying this as he's like walking backwards out the door. He's like, I got it. You got it. We got it. End of day, right? Capiche? End of yeah. day? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. End of day. Uh, and uh, she kind of looks at you a bit weird because, again, 30 <laughs> yeah, something year old man. Pointed his fingers, walking backwards. As he's backing out. You leave and she, and she smiles. Um, you know, it's not a romantic thing, but she, she does feel something for you, like something familiar. And uh, immediately, you know, then just the waitress comes in with the bill and uh, she just, you know, pays for it. Trevor, you are you are on your phone and you see that dot, 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 and then the red thing. You are, no, actually, no, you haven't seen it. No, my apologies. You haven't seen it yet. It's in your pocket right now. Your eyes are firmly fixed on what remains of the wreckage of your computer. <laughs> That's where we're at. <laughs> Look, I'm sure it should be fine. I mean... I'm sure your follower count will remain steady because you have loyal followers who will <laughs> TV, not abandon you if you and I'm don't. I'm gonna grab onto his like, oh my god, chest, whatever it is. Listen, I was supposed to go live in two hours from now. How do you think people are gonna come back if they don't know an ethics schedule? Well, I'm sure they'll they'll understand. You can just send them a message and say you're unavailable to stream, and I'm sure that they they won't PB. disappear and never never come back again. PB. All of my passwords were on that computer, and I don't remember them. Ah, yes. A truly vexing thing indeed, these words of pass. This day can't possibly get any worse. As you say this. <laughs> why did you say that? Why did you, why did you say that? <laughs> As you say this, you notice something by the door. A shadow that makes its way towards the entrance. It stops in front of your door, casting a shadow, interrupting the light that would otherwise pass from the underneath of this door. It waits for a moment, and then moves away as mysteriously as it appeared. Well, that was fucking weird. <laughs> you go look. You go look. They, they, they can't no, see you. I'm. Yes, but that's the problem. If it can see me, I'm fucked. Rock, paper, scissors. Fine. And you watch as he disappears. You son <laughs> <laughs> Well, wait, did I have, did I leave my door open? Uh, it's unlocked. Okay. Hey, if this is about the noise, I'm really, really sorry, and I'm gonna, uh, Trevor's gonna open the door and poke his head out. And as you do, you see nothing. 
you turn your gaze downward and see a plate of mashed potatoes, roast beef, uh, vegetables, a an affirmation note on top of some alfoil that has been used to kind of wrap it up. It says, I'm happy for your success. Congratulations. You deserve it. Trevor is going to forget about Alice for like a split moment looking down at that. I'm going to grab the plate of food. I'm going to go and take it to my table. I'm going to set it down. I'm going to sit down and look at PB and go, PB, I had zero women. Now I have two. What, what the? What do I do? I mean, I've been in this apartment as long as you have. You still have zero women. Okay, PB, that's not. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, Alice, right. Um, Hold on. What, what did she say? And I'm going to open up my phone. Uh, the next message you got is not from Alice. It is from Liam. Okay, not who I expected. Okay. I'm going to click on the message. Uh, as you do so, you get the information regarding the Golden Oaks. PB goes, Huzzah, lead! Finally! Yes, we've been waiting for this day. Finally, we can make progress. Claim the Spectre, return it to the Monster Manual, and all will be well. We will manage to, yet again, Carve our names in the annals of heroism. Yep, okay, yep, this day did get worse. Okay, perfect, all right, cool. On my way, OMW, to, uh, back to, uh, Liam, and I'm gonna be like, come on, uh, turn me into a druid, let's go, let's, let's fly out of here. All right, well, there's something you must do beforehand. You must replenish your strength. <sighs> he peels off the, the alfoil from the, the, um, the, the cling wrap, and he's like, ooh, these are pumpkins. Pumpkins? <laughs> he uh, takes off one of the roasted veggies and I don't have a mouth. Okay, give that to me. But you have a nose, feed. apparently. Well, <laughs> no, I can see it's a pumpkin. It's orange. Right, yeah. Okay, yeah. Which doesn't solve it because he also doesn't have eyes. We cut now to the retirement home, the Golden Oaks, where all of you happen to be uh, standing now in, um, in the room belonging to Agnes. You are all up to date with what's going on as you all stare at what looks to be a old man who is bright blue, translucent, and is looking at you with kind of a fierceness to him. Hey, why don't you take a fucking picture? It'll last longer, you assholes. He's feisty. Yes. My God. Quite um, feisty is the word. Um, so, Trevor, w what... What does it say in your um um doogies and and doubloons manual dungeons, about dungeon dungeons and dragons? Um, that's what I said. Ah uh, yes, doogies and doubloons. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, PB, can you uh can you recite what a specter does for our good friend here, Liam, from the book of doogies and doubloons? Well, yeah, certainly I can. A spectre is the angry, unfettered spirit of a humanoid that has been prevented from passing into the underlife. Spectres no longer possess connections to who or what they were when they were still alive, yet are condemned to walk the world forever. Some are spawned when dark magics touched the lips of a wraith and ripped their soul from their bodies. Many are beyond redemption, usually um, completing their business, as it were, would, uh, would put them at rest, but no such redemption awaits a spectre. They are doomed to walk the world of the material realms, and it is only oblivion and the end of its destruction that can put one to rest permanently. They have an undying hatred, a sorrow or a wrath that is said to only be abated by destroying life itself. They kill quickly, mercilessly, and for only know the deprived satisfaction that comes from ending 
life as it extinguishes. They resent sources of life, and, uh, well, they also resent light. The light of first dawn, for example, brings them great pain. And uh, being an undead, they are immune to certain conditions, such as charm, exhaustion, grapple, paralyzed, petrification, poison, prone, restraint, and okay, unconsciousness. Yeah, cool, cool, we got it, we got it. Um, this thing is dangerous, you guys. You're dangerous! It doesn't have physical body. How do we... Uh, sir? Um, hi. Uh, my name's Henry. Henry. Do not sir. Sorry, Henry. Henry, uh, my name is Trevor. Yes. Are is, is there something that is causing you to not go into the, you know, the next world, the great beyond, the, the, the tunnel of light? Is there, is there something holding you back? Well, I mean, yes, it's usually the same thing. It's my fucking wife. <laughs> Matt just died a little bit. <laughs> I saw I saw his head explode as he tried not to outburst. <laughs> oh, that was so cute. Wait, so yes. you're saying your wife is keeping you here? Yes, yes, because the damn bitch won't listen. My will was not what it was. My stupid brother had changed it behind her back and forged my signature. Oh, oh. You, you filthy liar. Yes, I'm, I keep I'm, trying to tell you, woman. It's like, you don't have a brother, you idiot. I'm like, I do have a brother. We just don't get on, which is why he did this bullshit. It's why you're in a retirement home and not in a fucking two-story house. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Um, I, uh, what's, what's your brother's name? Maybe we can find him and sort this out. Yes, my brother's name's Adam. Assuming he's alive. Adam Sanson. And so, uh, we will find him, and we will... But you, so, so what you need is you need the original copy of my will. That's what you need, and this old woman's the only person who knows where it is. Because she was the one who put it in the safe. Oh. Because they couldn't, they couldn't find it, because she couldn't remember where it was, my stupid, manipulative brother went and gave a fake will to the lawyers. Okay, okay. And she won't do anything about it. She just sits here, waiting for death. I'm waiting for death because you just won't shut up. Okay. Wait. Listen to me, you old bag. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Where's, where's the safe? Oh, the safe. Um. Uh, let's. She starts to look around. She seems to be kind of old and confused as to where her money is. You may make an investigation check, all of you, if you wish to try and okay. find it for safe. Yeah. Can I actually ask my mythos, since it would be like uh, she might be able to see through the would you like to would you like to hit it with all you got and try to burn one of your powers to solve the equation i'm gonna see if i'm gonna first do insight and then if we can't figure it out then i'll burn investigation checks from everyone what do we get 11. Ooh, nice two not nice yeah. but if you look at the dice if you put the dice together that makes them an 11. i got a seven i have a five can i add i for detail sure that'll Six. still fail Oh. <laughs> so anyway, as <laughs> so as you begin to uh, look around, um, Alice, you had an old grandma who used to have a habit of storing things in her mattress. You lift up the mattress and you can see that the entire underside had been carved out, specifically the side that would otherwise go to her partner. And inside that recess is a safe. You take it out and you place it onto the floor. It is heavy, uh, and, uh, you know, immediately she moves over to it and says, Oh, you found it! Yes! Oh, she uh, opens up the safe, and there is 
thousands of dollars in here. Um, there is just like her entire life savings, uh, wills, deeds to her house, a ton of different stuff. As she, uh, first of all, takes up $700 to give to Liam, uh, she also pulls out the will. And as this happens, the ghost begins to look over it and he says, yes, yes, no, this is it. And the deed to the house, this is everything. You, you found it. See, I didn't leave you, you old crone. I didn't leave you with nothing. I, 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 I may have my issues and may not be able to stand you and at some point, but I'd never have left you here. I would have never have put you in a place like this. I knew that you didn't want to die somewhere like here. Oh, Henry. And as this happens, she goes to like embrace, but just before she's able to put her arms around him, something happens. The safe turns to ash, but then their TV turns to ash. The bed frame turns to ash. The tiny uh, bolts that are in the drawers, the dresses, the furnitures turn to ash, calling, causing them to fall apart like Ikea furniture. You suddenly hear a massive rumble and shouting and screaming as people are running out of the building. From the outside, you watch as every scrap of metal in the entire building turns to a rust-colored powder, with all the metal having been removed simultaneously from the building. Golden Oak's retirement home is collapsing. And that's where we're going to end part one of Act Ooh, Two. Oh, good. All right. The fuck is happening? Monsters in the Mist has Michael as our MC, Tori as Alice Carroll, Andrew as Liam Beck, Matt as Evan Drake, and myself as Trevor Anderson. We want to give a heartfelt thank you to all of our patrons, especially Christian, Corrine, and Daedron. If you wish to further support Monsters in the Mist and unlock exclusive content, consider joining our Patreon community. Information will be in the show notes of the episode. Until we meet again, questers, fare thee well, and we will see you in the next episode. <laughs>